Welcome to The Motivated Mind, where I challenge you to expand your perspective on how to achieve a successful life through motivational lessons, reflections, and interviews with other motivated minds. Welcome back to The Motivated Mind, a top 100 health podcast, thanks to each of you. This is episode 286, and I'm your host, Scott Lynch. Thanks so much for listening. If I've brought you any value, please be sure to leave a review and hit that subscribe or follow button. Don't be a stranger. Shoot me a DM on Instagram or Facebook and let me know what you want to hear more of. And please be sure to share the podcast. Communities with shared interests, values, thoughts, and attitudes encourage us to live better, to strive for more, and focus on the results we're looking for creating a sense of belonging, acceptance, understanding, and inspiration. This is exactly what you get from joining my free Discord community, Motivated Minds. On top of this, this group enables me to interact with each of you real-time for more in-depth conversations. Click the link in the show notes to join today. See you all in the group. Want to make a podcast? Spotify's got a platform that lets you make one super easily, then distribute it everywhere, and even earn money all in one place for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters, and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. With Spotify for Podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, it's totally free with no catch. Ever since I discovered Spotify for Podcasters, I feel like it's allowed me to be more creative because I've been able to simplify the admin aspect of my podcast and focus on developing more valuable and creative content. I highly recommend you give it a try. Download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to www.spotify.com backslash podcasters to get started. Many of us are the source of our own hindrance. It's just that we don't realize it yet. We all have patterns of thinking and behaviors that don't serve us well. We stay stuck in negative thought cycles, relationships, or career paths despite wanting a change. But to make real change, we need to let go of old habits and traits that are no longer working for us, and actively choose better pathways instead. So, what are these behaviors that we need to forget, and how can we replace them with positive, empowering habits? Number one, blaming others. Most people live their entire lives being the victim. If we are someone that blames others for our situation. That means that we are not taking responsibility for ourselves. It is up to us to take responsibility 
for our own circumstances. It is up to us to take responsibility for our own lives. It is up to us to choose how we react and respond. We choose the character we become in our lives. And every day, we have this choice. When we choose this role of accountability, it means that we give ourselves permission to take back control, which means we are able to start truly living. It means that we increase our resilience because it means acknowledging that we have the power to overcome challenges and setbacks. It also means we are more likely to proactively seek solutions to problems rather than just placing blame. When outside forces are always blamed for our struggles, it means we live a helpless life. And this is no way to live because this means we live in a pit of misery because we convince ourselves that no matter what we do, the outcome is out of our control. That's a scary way to live. And this is a common problem that many face, and it can feel difficult to escape. So how can we break the shackles of this victim mentality? We should practice self-reflection. This is where we take the time to reflect on our own thoughts, feelings, and actions, and how they contribute to our life circumstances. Now, it's critical that we take this a step further, and we can accomplish this by spending that time of self-reflection to also identify our triggers, meaning we spend time understanding what situations or events trigger feelings of blame, and we work to avoid or manage them. During this exercise, ask yourself, what underlying beliefs or thought patterns might be driving this behavior? When we address the core of this behavior, we can apply long-term solutions. Number two, seeking validation from others. The only validation we should truly seek is that within. When we look to others to approve and validate, it means we lack confidence in ourselves. When we seek external validation, we start to become dependent on it. And this dependency means that our self-worth is tied to the opinions of others. And the byproduct of this behavior leads to feelings of insecurity, low self-esteem, and a lack of self-confidence. And there's even greater danger beyond this. These external sources are unreliable. Now, what do I mean by that? Other people's opinions and feelings are unpredictable, and they change frequently. All of this results in a roller coaster of emotions, leading to a lack of stability in our self-esteem. On top of this, we experience a decrease in authenticity. When we overly focus on seeking validation from others, we compromise our own values and beliefs, and we do this to fit in 
or to please others, which leads to a loss of authenticity and a disconnection from our true self. And lastly, part of the compounding effect here is that we miss opportunities for self-discovery. When we rely on this validation, it distracts us from our own inner thoughts and feelings, which makes it very difficult to truly understand ourselves. And this leads to limiting our growth and the opportunity for self-discovery. When we destroy this bridge to external validation island, we start erecting buildings on self-validation island, where we recognize our own strengths, achievements, and worth, creating an ecosystem of fulfillment from within. Number three, jealousy. Jealousy is a dangerous thing. And this is a behavior that many struggle with. First, it severely damages relationships. It creates a toxic dynamic in relationships, and it makes it difficult to build trust and connect with others because it leads to feelings of insecurity, anger, and resentment. Secondly, many of us fail to understand the internal implications of jealousy. And this internal impact is that jealousy hinders our personal growth because jealousy is a limiting emotion. It prevents us from recognizing and celebrating our own strengths and accomplishments because we are so absorbed and distracted by jealousy, which has us looking outward. Lastly, it undermines our confidence. It makes us feel inadequate. And this is because we constantly focus on those achievements and successes of others. For example, let's say that you're jealous of a friend's success at work. This could lead to you starting to doubt your own abilities and feel like you will never be able to achieve similar success. And when this behavior creeps in, it prevents us from putting ourselves out there and taking the risks necessary to succeed. See, jealousy creates a negative self-perpetuating cycle. The more we focus on others' successes, the more inadequate and inferior we feel, which in turn leads to even more jealousy. And this just leads us further and further away from finding happiness and fulfillment. The healthier and more productive alternative is celebrating other people's successes. This has the ability to inspire us to succeed ourselves. Number four, self-doubt. We need to believe in ourselves. This is fundamental to the foundation of our success. When we allow self-doubt to creep in, it means we lack confidence, which in turn means we struggle to take the risk required to succeed. When self-doubt takes over the vehicle we're driving through life, it puts us in jeopardy of giving up at every obstacle we face. And each time we give up, we question our ability 
to push through the next obstacle. And eventually, we stop trying altogether. We stop taking action and pursuing our goals. So, the question becomes, how can we overcome self-doubt? It really boils down to two tactics. One, challenging our negative thoughts. When we catch ourselves thinking negative thoughts, pause, take a step back, and ask yourself, are they really true? Often, self-doubt is based on irrational beliefs and past experiences, and it's critical that we understand this past aspect, because in most cases, this is not a reflection of our current abilities or situation. Two, focus on your strengths. Instead of dwelling on our weaknesses, we should focus on what we're good at. And within this strength zone, we should set small achievable goals and work towards them. Because as we do, and as we accomplish these goals, we build self-confidence and gain a sense of competence. Don't doubt yourself. You've got this. You always have. Number five, lack of passion. Statistics show that more than 70% of nine to five workers are unhappy at their jobs, with most of them looking forward to the close of each day. That means that more than 70% of people are throwing away five days every week for two days of freedom. In other words, a majority of people are throwing away 260 days each year to live for 104 days. This means that most of us are throwing away a third of our lives. So, why do most of us torture ourselves like this? Fear. And fear has a paralyzing effect. Many people often hide it behind excuses or false explanations because of its unpleasant nature. Rather than acknowledging their fear, they use excuses to make decisions. And this behavior is what traps us in a self-made prison, like staying at a job that makes us miserable. It means that we are pulled away from the things that we're truly passionate about. So, not only are we trading more time for less time, we are avoiding our passions that propel us to higher levels in our lives. It's when we engage in our passions that we find happiness. It's when we engage in our passions that we transform into the person we ultimately deep down know we can become, that better version of ourselves. And when we live our passions, we don't trade time. We gain energy to enjoy our time. This is true freedom. So, you may be wondering, how do I ensure I live my passions? Consider your values and beliefs. Think about what values and beliefs are most important to you. What causes or issues are you passionate about? What would you be willing to fight for or stand for? The answers to these questions are much bigger than us. 
which means when days get challenging, we have a greater chance of pushing through them and honestly enjoying them because life stops becoming a game of achievements and it starts becoming a focus on the mission and the process. Don't just do what's comfortable and pays the bills. These are the golden handcuffs of life. Do something that you have a real passion for. This will enable you to expand your knowledge at a significantly faster rate. And most importantly, you'll have no limits to what you can achieve. Number six, judging others. The best way to stop judging ourselves is to stop judging others. People who judge others harshly are often harder on themselves. See, when we refrain from this judgment of others, it helps to reduce those negative emotions. And this means that we foster a more positive and empathetic environment. When we foster this environment, this empathetic environment, when we practice non-judgment, we develop a more compassionate and understanding outlook, which in turn can reduce our inclination to judge others. I remember the first time I put on a pair of glasses. I remember sitting in the chair and the doctor sifting through different lenses. And when he landed on the prescription that gave me crystal clear vision, I thought to myself, wow, so this is what seeing is like. This is how the rest of the world sees. Now, I share this story with you because when the lens we look through is one filled with judgment and harsh criticism, we subconsciously think this is the very same lens that the rest of the world looks through. Our bias prevents us from seeing things for how they really are. So, we end up walking on eggshells, judging ourselves with every step we do or don't take. And because of this, we end up paralyzing ourselves. Judging others adds bitterness to our paradigm. Removing this lens and start seeing a world filled with endless growth opportunities. Thanks for listening to The Motivated Mind with your host, Scott Lynch. I hope you enjoyed my deep dive into six behaviors that you need to forget. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review. To catch all the latest from me, you can follow me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and TikTok at Motivated Scott. Don't forget to join me every Monday and Thursday for new episodes. I love you all, and thanks so much for listening. Motivated Mind is a legacy division.